Hello and welcome to the Arise and Build podcast. This is Jody Grace and we're here to inspire, educate, and activate believers in Missouri to steward and protect freedom in every area of life, especially here in the heart of America. We're going to be talking about what's happening right here in our culture, how it connects to scripture, and what we can do to bring our conservative Christian values back into the public square. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead, hit the subscribe button so you can get our updates and join us as we work together, just like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, to arise and build a wall around the great state of Missouri. everyone. I hope you're having a great day. This is episode three on Arise and Build. And today we're going to talk about the initiative petition process and how it relates to abortion right now in the state of Missouri. Now we started an episode or a series yesterday on how our Missouri constitution gets changed. And if you haven't listened to that, and if you don't understand how the initiative petition process works, I would encourage you to go back and listen to yesterday's episode first so that you have all of the information and you know where we're coming from on today's episode. But today I want to dig in a little bit deeper to the issue of abortion and the initiative petitions that have already been filed here at our Secretary of State's office. Now I believe there were initially a few months ago 11 petitions filed. And then recently, I think we had another six or seven. So we're up over 15 petitions, between 15 and 20 petitions on abortion that have been filed. Several of them have already been approved for circulation. That means they're out already collecting signatures. And a handful of those are still open for comments. So What I would like to do today is kind of give you an overview. We're not going to get into each individual petition, but I do want you to know that generally speaking, all of these petitions that have been filed would protect abortion in our constitution and it would include abortion potentially all the way up through delivery. And even in some of these petitions, It's even more heinous, if you can imagine it, that it would even potentially include babies that have been partially delivered. Maybe they're not all the way out of the birth canal yet. I can't even get my mind around how somebody could do that or would want to do that or how you could say that that isn't just flat out murder, but that is the case of some of the language that has been filed in some of these petitions. So with the initiative petition process, like I explained yesterday, once the Secretary of State approves them for circulation, which, like I said, even if he doesn't agree with the petition, he's bound by the Constitution to follow the policy or to follow, uh, you know, the guidelines. And as long as these people are doing that, then he has to release them for circulation and signatures. So what we have now are several different abortion petitions being circulated for signatures across the state. And remember, they have to collect signatures in six of the eight congressional districts. 
So what happens is they pay people to go out and collect signatures. These are the people with the clipboards that you see standing around outside the grocery store or outside of Walmart or Target or walking around at the county fair. Um, they usually are in places where there's a lot of traffic, a lot of foot traffic, and they usually start walking toward you with their clipboard and they say something like, would you like to sign my petition so that we could have this abortion issue on the ballot? And they'll say, it's not passing anything. We're just collecting signatures so that you have the opportunity to vote on it. And most people hear that and they think, well, yeah, I'd love to be able to vote. I like to vote. It's good to bring it to a vote. And if the people want to do it, then great. The problem with that is that you don't know what that petition actually says. Almost no one actually reads the petition. So the signature collector can literally say anything that they want. They could tell you anything that they want. And unless you are willing to stand there and literally read paragraphs to know what's included, you don't know. And you end up putting your name on a petition and you don't even really know what you just did, what you just supported. So my encouragement to you in regard to initiative petitions is to refuse to sign. Do not sign the petitions. Definitely do not sign a petition if you haven't read it. So if you are interested in signing a petition, then take the time to read it and know what it says. And if you don't understand it, if there's a part of it that's confusing to you, if you need you know, legal interpretation from an attorney, do not sign the petition. That's not any better than a legislator voting on a bill that they don't understand or haven't read. If you haven't read it, if you don't understand it, do not sign the petition. My basic rule of thumb would be don't sign the petition, period. However, you know, maybe possibly there are petitions that should uh, that would be beneficial, but they are very, very few and far between. There are so many petitions out there right now that are incredibly harmful that I would never suggest you signing a petition and definitely do not sign it if you haven't read it and don't understand it. There are between 15 and 20 petitions that have been filed on abortion. They are all terrible. They are all very, very, very pro-choice. Um, and some of them are so, so heinous. It is not safe. I do not believe, in my opinion, for you to try to figure out which petition to sign and which petition not to sign. So my overall general suggestion is do not sign the petitions. If you want to read them, that's up to you. But do not sign the petitions if you haven't read them and you don't understand them. Now, I will tell you there are a few petitions out there that have been filed on a different subject. They've been filed in regard to the Second Amendment and our gun rights. I would also suggest that you don't sign those unless you have read them. There's one particular petition that potentially would be a benefit, but how are you going to know if you have the good petition or if you have the bad petition, unless you take the time to stand there and read it. So still, my suggestion is do not sign the petitions if you're not willing to read them. If you're willing to stand there and read it, 
and if you understand it and if you agree that it needs to be a change to our constitution, remember it's not a change to statute, it's a change to our state constitution. If you agree that it should be changed in the constitution, then of course sign the petition. But most of the time that's not how these signatures are gathered. They're gathered very quickly usually outside of a retail space or in some other type of event like, you know, the fair or a festival or something like that uh, where a lot of people are gathered. So it's just generally not the case that this signature collector says, hey, would you like to read the petition? Would you like to read how we're going to change the Constitution? That's not usually what happens. It's just a clipboard and they want a quick signature and they want to move on along because their goal is to collect many, many signatures. So my suggestion is still do not sign the petition unless you've read it and unless you are certain that it would be a change to the Constitution that would be a positive change to the foundation or to the framework of protecting our rights. That's the only reason we would need to add anything to the Constitution. Definitely regarding these abortion petitions, do not sign them. Just do not sign them at all. Don't sign them. And beyond not signing them, another thing that you could do is when you see a petition collector outside of a private business, you could go into that private business, the grocery store or the restaurant or whatever. If it's a private business, the owner of the business can ask that petition or that signature gatherer to leave. So what you could do is you could go in and say, hey, I was trying to come in to do some business and there's this you know, guy out there collecting signatures. He's making it very awkward for people to come in. Would you please ask him, would you mind asking him to leave? It makes me uncomfortable. I It makes me not want to come in. Um, so I don't, you know, would you just please mind asking him to move to a different location? And in that way, we might actually um, hinder them from collecting as many signatures. So um, that's really the most important thing that I wanted to get across to you today is that there are many, many petitions that have already been filed, which would protect abortion in our constitution through this initiative petition process. And they are extremely, extremely liberal and left-leaning. They protect abortion all the way up, some of them all the way up and even through the delivery process. So I would um, just ask, first of all, that you do a couple of things. I'm going to give you some action items today. I want you to, uh, first of all, give your legislator and your senator a call and let them know that you would really like to see them support any legislation, any joint resolution that would be supportive of a concurrent majority ratification process. The second thing that I would like for you to do is subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the blog at, at jodygrace.com, jody with an I, grace.com. 
And I would really like for you to start sharing this information with every pro-life Republican that you know. Every registered voter in Missouri needs to know about this initiative petition process. They need to understand that there is an attack on the Constitution and there is an attack on our, our babies in Missouri. They want to protect abortion in our Constitution. So every Missouri voter, every person eligible to vote in Missouri needs to know and understand this process. And they need to know what's happening. And that will happen more quickly if you will share with your friends and family. So please share the information, share the blog, share the podcast. I'm going to be putting more links um, to the petitions on the blog and more resources for you on the blog. But just remember, the bottom line is don't sign the petitions. Unless you're going to read the petitions and understand them, don't sign the petitions. Now, if we get down the road and we see that there are going to be ballot measures actually on the ballot, if some of these petitions are successful, and they very well could be because they're very well funded from the left. Then we're going to talk about which ballot measures to really pay attention to and how we should be voting to defend life here in Missouri. Okay, so I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for joining me and be sure and subscribe and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you found it beneficial and valuable. I'd really encourage you in the next few days to pick up your Bible and grab the practical tools you need to arise and build. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the blog at jodygrace.com. I'll see you soon.